So you're probably saying to yourself, like, I think I can start my own podcast. Well, one thing you need to do right now is download this free app called Anchor. It's free. All the tools you need to literally record right from your phone is right on this app. And anyone that listens to Spotify, Apple, and many more will be able to listen to your podcasts. And you don't need to pay anything. It's free and everything is right here. So please download this app and get your podcast going. Bye. You are now trying to wave. <laughs> hey, Crystal. Hey, Amar. What's up? <laughs> now, gonna warm it up. Boom, boom. Hey, Ashley. <laughs> Hey, Janae. <laughs> Kadeem, I'm on a live. Leave Amar alone. <laughs> so, hey, everyone. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Live on Marley Harlow's page. My name is Shane Mariah. I'm your lovely host. So if you guys, if this is your first time tuning in, so episode one, we had Girl Talk Live with Taisha, and we talked about adulting and working as a nurse in the midst of a pandemic that we all know is called a COVID-19. Hey, Judith. I'm, I'm trying to be as interactive um, with the comments and making sure I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> so if so I see everyone. Hey everyone, what's up? Episode 2, we did have Judith the realtor and we did talked about femininity and real estate. And now episode 3, session 3, we're going to be talking to um Janae aka Punky. She is a mother of two whose drive and ambition comes from a long line of entrepreneurs. Her grandparents, parents, aunts and uncles and siblings all have businesses, so it is only right for Janae to join the Business Owners Club. At 18, Janae began her journey as a legal assistant and eventually became a paralegal. Not only has she dabbled in law, but also has her insurance agent license and years of experience in customer service and sales. Although those careers were interesting and taught Janae a lot, she decided that being her own boss fit her lifestyle with being a mother, a significant other, and a social butterfly. Janae, Janae loves to travel and enjoy spending time with her large family. In 2018, she began, she, be, she began her business selling children's clothes, which she put on pause in 2019. Janae has always enjoyed cooking, and others enjoyed her unique and tasty meals. 
In June of 2020, she launched a punky spot. Hey. This idea came from her two cultures. Being part Jamaican and part Dominican, Janae intertwined the two cultures using Jamaican food and the Hispanic empanada style to create delicious patties from ackee and saltfish to curry or jerk chicken and many others. While Punky Pot is currently booming, she has hopes of finding a location very soon along with relaunching her online children's clothing store called Glamorous Little Ones. Hey. <laughs> so before I bring Janae in, I'm going to take my headphones off. If you hear a conversation in the back, please um I'll talk to I'll talk to the the audience that's inside the house, but um, let me continue this live. So I'm going to play I'm going to play a song so I better see the Dominican and Jamaican flag if I don't see it. If we don't if I don't see the flags I'm not going to let Janae in. <laughs> so here we go. Here we go. Hey, Shanique. decides to shut down this live for copyright music let me pause it real quick and let me bring janae in I'll put these headphones in kadeem i'm going to hurt you <laughs> but i'm gonna continue this live Hey, 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 everyone that's coming in. Hello. Okay, Janae, I'm about to tap. I'm about to go live with you. Hey. Hey. <laughs> how, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Girl. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. I was like literally trying to find like headphones because I don't, <laughs> I don't use headphones like that. Girl, yeah, me, you and me. Well, since I lost my AirPods, I gotta just get. I'm like, okay, this is highly ghetto, but we don't make because it's so. Because now I realize why I miss my AirPods. Because you know I'm gotta tug. I just right just like this. Head. This be pulling and it, I, mean, it, I don't know. I was trying to get used to it. So I've been. I had them in since like seven thirty. 
Oh, yeah, because it's, because, no, no, I understand. <laughs> so, whew, hopefully I introduced you correctly. I didn't fumble on my words because I yes. normally do. <laughs> it was fine. So, it was a good introduction. So, you didn't do bad. Thank you. So, I want to know three fun facts about you. Okay, three fun facts. I love to dance. I love to dance. Like, um, I've, I've been dancing since I was five. Like, literally, I professionally danced. So I did ballet, I did tap, I did jazz, I did modern, I did liturgical. Um, I Ooh. I trained with like Miami City Ballet, Dance Theater of Harlem. So I've danced, okay. yeah. And then I started getting into dance hall, going on my head top and stuff. But <laughs> I'm too old for that now. Like I can't do that no more. That's one fact. Um, another one. I am a big theme park fan. I love theme parks. Disney, Universal, Islands of Adventure, Sea World. Yeah, if, if people follow my page, they know I go, yeah, like a lot. And then they'd be like, Oh, you got um season passes? No, I don't. Like, we literally just pay, we just randomly say, All right, let's go and we'll plan a trip and go. I'm so afraid of roller Like, I have a my biggest fear is roller coasters, so I just I can't do it. I, I love roller coasters, like, I'll see it and I'll be scared, and I'm like, No, I'm not going on. And then once I get to the front of the line and I get on, I'm like, I'm already here. If I turn back, people are gonna laugh at me. So let me just get on the ride. <laughs> so that one person, they're like, "Really? You made?" I love, I love roller coasters. It's only one roller coaster. I'm not gonna say I didn't like it. I liked it, but my hat flew off and my wig almost came off. Yeah. So <laughs> that one roller coaster at Universal Studios, that rocket roller coaster. <laughs> It goes up in a ninety degree angle and it drops in a ninety degree angle. And my wig, it was a, it was a, it was a gay guy next to me. He was hilarious because I was like, hold my hand. My, my boyfriend didn't want to go on. My kids were too small. And he, I was like, I told the gay boy, I was like, hold my hand. He was like, bitch, hold your wig. <laughs> that was it for me. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, never. Mm-mm, no, I'm never gonna wear a wig that is not sewn to my head on a roller coaster again. Never. Yeah, there was this lady um on she, on that ride in Orlando. You know the one where they're sitting, the slingshot. Yes, and she and her wig casually just. Yep, her wig came off real clean. It was a nice clean come off. I was like, oh, mine didn't do that. Mine it it started sliding. And it was hanging to the side. My hat flew. I was mm-mm. that was it for me. I was like, oh I'm never God. going to the park with a wig like this again. Oh God! You see what we got to go through as women. It just is. <laughs> I didn't care. I looked at you by the end of the night, but okay, um, you said one more fact, right? So I had yes. that was two. One more. Um, something that nobody knows about me. People know I like to cook. I like to dance. Um, I I used to write poetry. I did. Yeah, I used to write a lot of poetry when I was younger. Um, I never took it seriously because. I started going from writing poetry to actually writing songs. And I was like, I cannot sing and I cannot rap. So I just, you know, I just wrote them all down. If I knew where they were, they probably would have been good use because now the rappers nowadays suck. And I actually had lyrics. I was surprised myself, but. And you'd have making really good money being a ghostwriter because they yeah. make a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what some of these lyrics. I'm like, am I really saying this right <laughs> Yeah, some of the lyrics are just, I don't know. I don't know what music is nowadays, but it's, it's, not, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. It's not. All right. So 
as I said, you are a mother of two. Do you mm -hmm. mind sharing how old your kids are? Um, my son is seven. He's going to be eight in May. Um, he doesn't look seven. He doesn't act seven. He's very, very grown. My daughter, <laughs> she's four. She'll be five in December. So, um, yeah, seven and four. They're getting yeah. big. Yeah, like, I'm just like my niece the other day. She just turned five, and I literally was telling her mom, I was like, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional, but it's just like, they were just a baby, and now they're, like, growing. Yeah, it's like, they, grow, I wanna... they grow really fast. It's and like I, I, I looked at my world. daughter. I was looking at her, her videos from my Snapchat memories that come up. And mm -hmm. she was so cute and chunky and cuddly. And now she's just like, she's tall. She's slim. She's, she's doing ballet now. So I'm oh. like, where did, and then my son, he was, he was a preemie. So he was a small little baby. He was like five pounds when he was born. Mm -hmm. And um, now he's, he's up to here to me. And That's he's only seven. Man. Yeah. Oh. So by the time he gets like 10, he'll probably be taller than me. <laughs> be like um be like hold on wait a minute stop growing. yeah yeah so what does motherhood mean to you Ooh, motherhood to me um it to me from how i see it i feel mm -hmm. like god trusted me to bring other lives into the world he said look i trust you and i know that you're going to execute this properly mm -hmm. and to me motherhood is god's way of saying I trust you with other lives. I mean, I can't say that for all people. That's what it is to me. Because for a lot of moms, they have kids and they do not take care of their children. They give them away. But at the same time, mm -hmm. you know, when God blesses any woman with children, that, I mean, their lives might not go the way it should have, but it brings up a lot of children to grow up to be better people. You know, I know a lot of people who grew up without moms and, mm -hmm they grew up to be amazing people. You know, they, they came out of foster homes. They came out of, you know, out of the system and they didn't have a mom. They were bounced from home to home, but they still grew up and, and became very successful people, even famous people. There's famous people who grew up with no moms. Mm -hmm. I don't know who, but I'm sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, you a, know, no, there's a lot. It's true. Yeah. But it's just, you know, God's way of just basically saying, you know, I, I trust you with other lives and I know that you're going to, you know, do what I need you to do for these children. I'm giving you a gift as long as you give them back to me. That's why I christen my children. Because even though they're mine, they're not really mine. They belong to God. So, mm -hmm. you know, with that, I, I christened that. them. Yeah, I christened them and I gave them back to God. And he's, you know, he's gave them to me. And they're, they're a lot of work. They're a lot of work. <laughs> but they're a lot of work. I but um, they're, they're pretty good kids and they're extremely smart. They, I, I like, I like, um, your, like your Facebook posts, like uh -huh. how you like your daughter. When it was one that just made me just say like, wow, kids. Um, she said the sun reminds her of how God's looking. Yeah, yeah. She said, yeah, um, she, she was at school and her teacher. When I dropped her off um, a couple of weeks ago, her teacher was like, "Your daughter almost made me cry." And I was like, "Did she say something bad? Because she got a <laughs> slick mouth." And she was like, "No, <laughs> she, um, she was outside playing and the sun was in her eyes." And she looked directly at the sun and said, when I see the sun, she said, her name is Miss Anna. She said, Miss Anna, when I see the sun, I see God. The sun reminds me of God. Mm -hmm. And the teacher was like, wow, you know, for somebody who's four years old to say that. Mm -hmm. But then again, I, I teach my kids, I teach them some of everything. They know Jamaican culture. They know Dominican culture. But they're going to know about some God. They're going to know that God is real. You know, mm -hmm. they see it in their lives every day. So. I make sure I try to instill that in them as best as I can. I'm not perfect. I'm not like a full-blown Christian, 
But mm-hmm. the way that I was raised and the beliefs that I have and from what I've seen in my own experience in life, I know that mm-hmm. God is real. You know, I've been through a lot. You know, I got hit by a car when I was 18. You know, mm-hmm. um, I was born. I was still born. A lot of people don't know that I was born dead. And that's why I celebrate my birthday so hard, because to me, it's like mm-hmm. God had a plan for me here. And he's like, listen, Amen. you know, I was born and they told my mama was dead. She didn't see me for three days. She didn't know if she had a boy. She didn't know if she had a girl. And they came to her and brought her the footprints. And they just said, here, you had a, a baby girl. And my mom was like, let me see her. You know, and that's why Scorpio season for me is everything. Because Say it again my, for the people. Girl, Say it again. this was my, like, again. you know, Scorpio season was me. I was supposed to be born. I was born late. I was supposed to be born earlier in Scorpio season. So it's mm-hmm. like the whole season to me is a lot. Because that's when I was going through my trials and tribulations in the womb. Mm-hmm. Being in the mm-hmm. womb, I went through a lot. And, you know, just to be born dead and for God to say it's not your time yet, he brought me Amen. back to life. You know, he, he brought me back to life and said, I got a lot for you to do. So that's yeah. crazy. That's really crazy. That's I never you get. I just I'm um, God. I, didn't, I, didn't <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That's what, like when people say because um, I was a preemie and I wasn't even supposed to be born on um, in, during Scorpio season at all. As well, so that's why he was like, Shayna, you t- I'm taking it seriously, and I'm like, I have to because, yeah, you don't like who, who, like, you just like, you don't know, but you're right. here, and and this is why, like, you know, he was like, Shayna, like, you know, he was like, why do you like, why do you celebrate people's birthday? I'm like, because you never know that right. person's story, right? And I want to give you your flowers to say you're here another year, and let's just, let's just um, celebrate life, but exactly, yeah, whoo. Who have been your role models and what did you admire about them? Um, Honestly, I have two role models and they are my mother and my sister. My mother, she's, um, she's a strong all around, you know, she was a single mom. She had her first kid, which is my oldest sister at 15. She came from Jamaica, you know, not knowing, you know, the United States, she lived in Michigan and she had my sister at 15 and my other sister at 17. So, you know, she was a baby having two babies and being in the snow and stuff, you know, alone. And then she came to Florida. She had me and my brother 10 and a half months apart, but she was strong and she's, she was a businesswoman. Like I never, from the time I was born and I'm 32, I'll be 33. My mom never worked for anybody. She always had her own business. She went to school. I saw her become, um, she did physical therapy. So she opened a rehab center. Um, she gave massages and like rehabilitation for people who went in car accidents, slip and falls. Some people just came to her just to get massages to be like, you know, mm-hmm. she's good with doing massages. So mm-hmm. she, um, she had like John Sally, the basketball player. He was one of her clients. Um, she did used to work for a doctor before she opened that center, but I think mm-hmm. I was a baby. She was also, she was a hairdresser. Um, she worked in a factory when she was in Ohio, I believe. But after that, she just had businesses of her own. Even now, like she has heart failure and she's had strokes and things like that. And she still has a business that she's pushing. So she's a very strong person. My sister. Yeah, my sister's, um, you know, when my mom moved back to Jamaica, my sister raised me and I was 13 at the time. And my sister is 15 years older than me. So Mm -hmm. we have a big gap there, but she's like my other mom, you know, She was there when I had my first baby. She was the person who held my hand. She went through my whole pregnancy with me because I was a single mom. And um, 
she's a she's a really great person. She's she's strong. She owns her own business as well. Um, mm. She does skincare. She's been doing it for twenty eight years now. Um, mm. She was first working with Doctor Thrower. A lot of Haitians know Doctor Thrower because he does the skincare and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, she worked with him and she left. Her and my mom opened the business together. And my sister's been doing skincare ever since. And she, that lady, her right there, she's a boss. Like, she goes to Jamaica <laughs> almost every month, literally. She goes to Jamaica. And then she also has a church in Jamaica. So, you know, awesome. yeah, she, she um, has, I think, over 100 children in Jamaica that she helps. She takes care of them. Um, she mentors them. She preaches to them, you know, teaches them about God. You know, no matter what you got going on in life. You know, you don't have to stray too far. Just know that God is still there, you know. Amen. So those That's are my true. two role models. They are bomb. My family members they are, are bomb. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this are, and you know what? Women, we run the world. That we do. We, we carry do. the weight of the world on our backs, and yet we still just stand strong. Right. <sighs> I agree. It's crazy. What, what kind of difference do you want to make in your life and in the world? Um, the kind of difference I want to make in my life personally, I think that I need to work on my mouth. That's a difference that I need to make. I need to work on my mouth. Like I have a, a horrible mouth and I'm not going to say that I am, I'm not the person that just says what's on her mind and I just blurt out things. That's not no. me. But I realize that when I'm under pressure in certain situations, my mouth can get extremely reckless and I can say very hurtful things to people. And I've realized that I've hurt people that are close to me. And, mm -hmm. you know, they still stay around me because they know that I don't really mean it. It's not really coming. It's, it's not coming from a bad place. It's just the, it's my delivery. I'll say that yeah. it's my delivery. People will say to me, like, you know, they'll say something and I'll be like, I don't need to listen to you. Like, I don't need your advice. I didn't ask you for that in the first place. And I shouldn't have said it like that. I should have been like, well, thank you for your advice. I, I'll listen to your constructive criticism just at this time. I'm not going to receive it well. So just give me time to, you know, be able to receive however you're trying to help me. Um, mm -hmm. My mouth is terrible. I'll I be going <laughs> off on people. I'm surprised I don't get into more fights. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, I'm working on that. Um, my difference in the world, I want people to realize that I'm not going to say that skin color does not matter because it does mm -hmm. skin color does matter but mm -hmm. the difference I want to make in the world is that people need to just respect each other you know from it doesn't matter what color we are everybody deserves some form of respect we're all going through things in our lives no matter how rich or poor we are Amen. you know but respect is due and respect needs to also be given in return so mm -hmm. I think respect is a big thing that we lack in this generation right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are, are not respectful. So many disrespectful people in the world right now is like, you know, you see disrespect on social media, you see disrespect in the workplace. And it was not like that in the, you know, not saying back in the days when there was segregation, but I mean, like in the 90s, the only mm -hmm. time you would see disrespect is if it was like over something that was really serious. But mm -hmm. You know, people just disrespect you for no reason nowadays. It doesn't make no sense. People are getting killed for stupid stuff. Stupid. St stupid things. The stupidest things. So respect is a big, big thing for me. You have to, we have to respect one another, no matter what color, what race, what religion. Respect yeah. is something that needs to change. 
I agree. It's like we can we can disagree, but we can still coexist in the same place. Like, right. You respect me, and that's just it. But yeah. people, I saw. I don't know. It's, and I just feel like there's. It's like this. Um, how do I say this? It's like these the younger like younger kids. They're not understanding the world, right. and instead of them understanding, they're just lashing out. And it's just like I'm not trying to judge you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was this mom. She was on live. She was crying for her son because her son was just not listening. He decided to just do his own thing. So then he, so the mom was like, "Come inside the house." Like you know, people. I guess they have family members in the live, and she's like, "They're trying to talk to you." Mm-hmm. And he was just talking crazy, and I'm just like, "They're trying to help you before it's too late," you know? Right? Because she says she sees where this is where this is going to end up for him, and she's trying to save him, but he was just not, you know letting up and I was just like I don't know if it's the music I don't know what's going on or social media but everything's just yeah it's kind of hard to help the people like the kids of this generation it's a little bit hard because they don't want to listen they just feel like they know everything because social media is so I mean not just social media but the internet is so accessible to them we didn't have that as much as we as much as they do now so it's like they feel mm-hmm. like they can Google everything. They know everything. They see everything on TV or social media. They feel like other people can't tell them anything. But at the same time, some of us have been through these things and we're trying to help you so mm-hmm. that you can avoid certain situations. They don't want to hear it. But at the same time, you can't. Sometimes you can't help everybody and mm-hmm. you just have to let them do their thing and they have to suffer the consequences on their own or eventually mm-hmm. see, you know, that something needs to change. Hi, G.O. Hey, Gianni. <laughs> I see, I see like a page in here. Um, not your average. I think it's a pate code. Yeah. So they're like the Haitian version of me. I love it. I need yeah. to try their food. I need to try their um, food. She, she, she's really good. She's is really she? good. Yeah. yeah I, know, um, I know Chef Katu is down here, which yeah. her food is good, but I'm willing to try anybody who, you know, she, any, she anybody in that room. I'm not, I'm not like those type of people who you know, we make the same type of food and I'm not going to eat your food. That's not me. You know, there's room at the top for everybody. So I definitely want to try. <laughs> I definitely want to try her food. No. Oh, she's saying, hey, yeah, she's really, yeah. I love her. Um, Fate Kode. Hi, I was like, I'm on a diet, but I was like, you know, let me, I need to get it back. Yeah. Um, I have a, Elaine is in here too. She makes Haitian spaghetti. I heard she made, yeah, I've never had Haitian spaghetti, but I want some, and I did send her a message, and she ignored <laughs> me, <laughs> like, So I definitely want some Haitian spaghetti. I want to try it. <laughs> All right. So how are you handling this new normal while building your business and being a, being a mom at the same time? Um, actually, it was easy for me. This is what actually pushed me to do what I'm doing now, because um, I'm like, okay, people are always going to need food. And mm-hmm. guess what? Nobody wants to, a lot of people don't still don't feel comfortable sitting at restaurants and eating right now. So they would mm-hmm. rather pick up the food and go. And I was like, okay. I mean, eventually I do want to open a spot, but literally the type of place I want to open is going to literally be in and out. Like there's not going to be any seating for you to come and eat in. Mm-hmm. I would rather it be fast and to go so that, you know, we can have a revolving door of customers coming through, picking up their food. A lot of it is, breakfast stuff that I sell so Mm it will be people that are on their way to work people that um you know need a quick breakfast 
um, the porridge and the patties that I have and the fritters that I have is like something that you could take to work and you could eat it in the car, like literally. People, they will pick up their food from me and they'll be in the car driving, drinking the porridge and eating the patty and snapping at the same time. And I'm like, y'all going to crash because of Punky's Pot. Like, I'm going to need y'all to chill out. See, but, that, um, and that's when you know your food's the best. It's like, hold on, <laughs> risking yeah. our lives. It's like, hold on, make sure I get this footage. But no, yeah. it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like yeah, that. so it's like, um, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, the only thing that I'm not going to say is really struggling with, but my kids are, my son, I should say, because he's doing school from home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for him. So it kind of, it's hard for me because I got to keep telling him, you got to sit down and get used to it. I know you're not used to it. He's still a kid and he might not understand fully mm-hmm. but i'm trying to get him in that group my daughter goes to daycare so that's easy you know she only mm-hmm. has like five kids in her class oh, that's small really size. Good. yeah yeah because it's like um i don't know with the whole zoom thing it's just crazy like what i've been seeing like yeah. on the facebook post i'm like this is what's going on i heard a jamaican mom the other day she was going <laughs> off in the background and i was like i knew that child was jamaican I knew that child was Jamaican, and her mom was just going off. She was screaming, and I was like, and then there was another little girl who I really felt bad for, and I'm like, her, she she was literally crying on the screen, and she's like, I have to mm-hmm. help my, my baby sister. You know, she's crying. And the teacher's like, where's your mom? And she's like, my mom's just doing her own thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I feel bad for these kids. Like, I really wish school would just open mm-hmm. and everything would be normal so that they can go back to school because that's the hardest part for me is seeing that it's hard for them. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I love work. I work. I have a, a nine to five. I have my regular okay. job besides my business. So I I work from home. It's easy. And I got a promotion while I work from home. So, okay. yeah. Coin say hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I like that. I love that. I be, so, I literally, a lot of people don't know that I work my nine to five while I make my patties. So it's a lot of work for me. I will literally put my calls on pause and get up and go throw my patties in the fryer and run them downstairs to my customers and then go back to work. And that's why I tell people you have to place your orders ahead of time and you have to let me know when you're on your way because Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to plan myself. Like I'm a mom and Mm -hmm. I, I'm an, I'm an employee of a business and then I have Mm -hmm. my own business. So, you know, it just makes it a lot easier when my customers cooperate. And they do. They're really good people. Like, they're loyal. They'll call me. They'll text me. And I'm like, you guys, they'll text me like a week ahead of time. Hey, I want patties next Friday. I'm like, girl, it's Monday (laughs) of the week before. And you already. But, you know, it's I I love my customers. They're really good people. Because that's how I am, too, with um, Not Your Average Pate Code. Like, if I know, I'm like, okay, when is she opening up again? Let me send that. Can I Where is she? Like, I already said. She's in West Palm. Oh, yeah, that's far. <laughs> <laughs> that's far. But um, I really, I mean, I will take the drive. If it's worth it, does she just have um, Pate or she has, like, other stuff, too? Pate Code. Just Pate. Who said they proud of me? Must be Gianni. To... Or Marissa. <laughs> Hold on. It's Gianni. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Gianni. <laughs> For real, that is not easy. I know. Take to pause a call to do some because I can't eat. The, it's not easy. It's not yeah, easy. Yeah, nah. And I do like prescriptions. I work for a pet company. So I do the prescriptions for like dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. And 
other other animals you know i'll have to stop and i'll have to call the clinics and get approval for medications and things like that so i'm basically like a pharmacy for pets mm-hmm. type of thing but um i'll call them i'll get authorizations and i'm like okay i'll tell my i'll tell my supervisor hey i need to go to the bathroom right quick literally i'm going to fry patties and run them downstairs but you know That's it's a- i didn't think i could do it i really did not i was like i don't know how i'm gonna do this because i want to cut weekends i'm a, I'm a dance mom now so mm-hmm. my daughter has dance class on Saturdays and Sundays. I really just need to myself and my family, you know, that's my cleaning day. That's my cooking day. That's my everything. So I need Saturdays and Sundays off. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I did it one day and I was like, I really just did an order of probably over 50 patties by myself while I worked. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. You know, so, you know, God is, yeah, God has been, he's been giving me a type of strength that I did not know I had, but it's working. And so it's always at the weirdest times. You were like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Man, the weirdest times. Hold on, wait. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give moms that want to start their own businesses now? The advice that I would give moms that want to start their business, their own business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do it now. Do it. That's it. Just do it. People are, oh, I need to, I need to get this. I need, let me tell you, when I started Punky's Pop, I only had my work money. Wasn't no SBA loans, wasn't no business loans, wasn't no tax money, wasn't no none of that. I took Punky's Pop and I said, yo, I have, I'm going to take $100 out of my work paycheck and I'm going to buy myself some stuff. I bought my, you know, the stuff, the bags that I put the patties in. I bought the you know, my customer's bags. I did my flyers, my menu. I did everything. I put my menu together myself. I literally went on an app and did it on the computer and just asked my homeboy to print them out for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, let me just get this done. Let me see how it works. My first week, and I told myself, I work a job that I make a certain amount of money. If mm-hmm. I can make more than what I make in a day in my business, then I mm-hmm. really need to take it seriously. My first day that I sold patties, I made almost two times what I make at my nine to five job. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And people were just pouring in. People were supporting me. And I didn't really think that it was going to happen, but it happened. So I just, I just need to keep pushing. That's it. And if, if a mom wants to start a business, don't sit there and wait and tell myself, oh, let me wait till I get this. Let me wait till I get that. If you have the drive and the mindset to do it and you're already excited about it, do it and see how it works. You can fix everything else later. All the kinks will work out later. I've, I see so many businesses where people start and they don't know what they're doing, but they, they learn. It's a learning mm-hmm. process. You're going to learn something every day about your business. So if you start it now, you'll learn this, the back end of it later. You know, as long as you know mm-hmm. how to count your money, you know what your stu- how much your stuff costs, and you know that you need to make your profit, you know, say you, you put $50 into it, at least try to get $150 out of that. You know, I always say two to three times the amount that you put into your business. That's true. Oh, connection. Okay. No. I'm back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, and that's something that like, even like, um, I struggled with, I'm like, I want everything to be perfect. And I'm just like, I'm just going to just go on, just, yeah. just take it day by day, step by step. Yeah, it's never, it's never going to be perfect. The, your business is never going to be perfect. But once you. Um, I think I got a, no. 
calling me from Jamaica. So once you have that drive and that motivation to start your business, um, just mm -hmm. go for it. Put whatever you can in it, even if it's five dollars. Start small and see where it takes you. That's all. I like that. Yeah. So I know you have um, Punky's Pot. So mm -hmm. what's and then glamorous, glamorous little ones. Yes. I want to hear oh, about that. Let me. Okay, so Glamorous Little Ones, that's what I had started in 2008. Because you can't just jump into selling clothes and you don't know the fundamentals of that. That's a totally different arena. So mm -hmm. for me, um, you know, I was selling clothes. I was making money, but I wasn't where I wanted to be with that. And I said, you know what? my whole thing is finding vendors that I can trust that I know they have good quality stuff. Mm -hmm. That's my issue. So I told myself once I start doing some research on vendors, I will get back into it. And actually um, my plan is for January because I've already found a couple of vendors. So January, I think I'm, I'm not going to say think, I know that I'm going to get back onto that and that's mm -hmm. going to be business number two and between Punky's pot and Glamorous little ones, I probably won't need my nine to five no more. So, it, man, it's it's yeah. already set. It's already it out is. there. Yes, I'm here for the girl. It's you know that best feeling when you know both your businesses working. Like, bye. I don't need to bye. work for you guys no more. I'm out. <laughs> I'm all at y'all. Yep. I'm That's all it. Lie. <laughs> I love my job. It's not bad, honestly. It's not bad at all. It's a very. It's the easiest job I ever had. I was a paralegal. That was a lot of work. So this was the, the easiest job I've ever had. It's a good job. I get paid weekly and there's no stress to it. But I just, I want to just have my own free time. I don't want to have to put in a request to take days off. When I'm ready to fly to Jamaica, when I want to go wherever I want to go, I want to be like, all right, I know my business is good. I made my money. I have my employees who are there and I know they could hold it down for me if I want to go on a three-day trip. Mm -hmm. That's, That's it. That's true. That's so yeah. true. Ooh, I want to thank you so much for hopping onto this live. Yeah, you're today. welcome. So, and then I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, probably, it's probably going to post automatically once okay. this, because I know Instagram is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to upload it on the podcast and then I'll just send you everything via DM. Okay. So I get the whole video? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to send, Ooh. I'm going to, I'm probably going to have to email it to you. Okay. Because for some reason, Instagram is just <laughs> okay, yeah, just email it to me because I want to put it on my Facebook too so people can see because I know a lot of people probably wanted to tune in. Jamaica's on a... Are they on a different time than us? I don't yeah. know. They might have... I don't know if they're an hour behind. Because I know the times did change. I, I hasn't physic, but I, I can feel it. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. But I know that some people wanted to tune in and I'm thinking that they thought the 8 o'clock was 9 o'clock. So I don't know. Oh, we'll see. got you. Okay, we'll so I'm going to do is I probably will send it. I probably will try my best to download it tonight and then I'm just send it to your email. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Shanique. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, yeah, Shanique. Shanique is bomb. She was the, one of the first people to get my my porridge. Oh, my gosh. I know. She's always supporting. Whether it's a she post, does. buying everything. She supports everything. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, you guys. I hope you guys have a beautiful and a blessed night. Everyone get some rest. Yes. It's a brand new day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Bye. Bye.